Hey, what's going on, guys? DK back at you with another video here to break down the three game NFL Thanksgiving slate. Definitely one of my favorite slates of the year for NFL. If you guys are new, uh, again, I cover content for Daily Fantasy Sports, NBA, NFL, and for prop sites like uh, Prize Picks, Parlay, Play, and Underdog. Uh, the sponsor of the video is Odds Jam. Guys, if you're not on Odds Jam, they have a ton of different super helpful tools here for uh, sports gambling, for uh, DFS, DFS sites like Prize Picks, Underdog, Parlay, Play. They have positive EV tools. What you guys are currently looking at is the sportsbook screen. Basically uh, showing the average odds for the games. Uh, if you wanted to bet on the game, which book offers the best odds? So we'll quickly go over it. Packers Lions right now it's about a 46, 47 average over under. The Lions about seven and a half point favorites. The Cowboys and the Commanders about 48 and a half over under. Cowboys about 11 point favorites. And the 49ers and Seahawks uh, lowest total 43 over under about and uh, uh, 49ers about close to seven point favorites. So if you guys are interested in signing up for Ajam, you can use the code DKDFS for 25% off your first month, or you can click the link down below. And uh, yeah, if you guys are looking for more content for um, DFS or for player prop stuff, you can check my Patreon linked in the description. <clears throat> All right, so apologize for not getting some NFL videos up for the last couple of weeks. Been pretty busy and really busy with the NBA, traveling, obviously travel back home. I'm home for, for the holidays for Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm also going to be going to this Lions game, so I'm pretty excited. I haven't been to a Lions game in a long time, so it's going to be really cool. I'm excited. I think it's going to be a great atmosphere in there. Uh, but uh, yeah, so let's just get into it. <laughs> let's go uh, position by position. I think that's or actually let's go team by team. I think team by team will be a bit easier to talk about on a small slate. So we'll start off with the Green Bay Packers. Quarterback position, you got Jordan Love, 5.5K. You know, right now, I think more of just a contrarian play. <clears throat> he is somewhat mobile on the ground. This is a game that should be playing from behind, uh, but definitely not not a must uh, on a set like this. The running back position for the Packers, well, we got to keep an eye on a lot of people. There's, there's actually, for a small slate, there's a lot of injury news. Uh, Aaron Jones got banged up last game. He got carted off. List is non-participant. I would be pretty surprised if Aaron Jones plays. A.J. Dillon also on the injury report. He was limited. I expect him to play. And then uh, Emmanuel Wilson also got banged up with a shoulder injury. We'll keep an eye on him. Um, if Jones is out and Wilson does not play, they might go to a guy like Merriweather as the backup running back uh, to A.J. Dillon. Now, if we take a look at snaps last week for the Packers. So, again, Aaron Jones went down pretty early. He only played 15 snaps. A.J. Dillon came in, played 52 of the 72 snaps, ran 26 routes. And then you saw six snaps for Emmanuel Wilson. So Dylan did get close to bell cow work. Now, the issue with A.J. Dillon is he hasn't been super productive uh, as, you know, one given touches, not averaging and not having the best uh, yards per carry average. But uh, again, if there's no Aaron Jones, then I think A.J. Dillon is a solid running back play, especially if there's no Wilson, too. I would expect him to play a lot um, involved in the passing game as well. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on the Aaron Jones news. But again, He's out. Dylan uh, would become a solid play there at 5.4. Looking at the wide receivers. So uh, look at snaps last week. You're going to have Dobbs and Christian Watson play a good chunk of the game. Last week, Christian Watson played 56 snaps. Romeo Dobbs played 49. Um, you did see Jaden Reed play 50 as well in the slot. So those three, uh, you know, have been the operating as the three main wide receivers. Uh, one piece of news to keep an eye on uh, for the wide receivers, the Packers. Wicks uh, got banged up concussion and knee non-participant i'd be pretty surprised if he plays so you're probably going to get malik heath operating as wide receiver four last week malik heath played 15 snaps 
Uh, you could give even a little bit of uh, Samari Toure mixing in as well. But I think if Wicks doesn't play, which I don't think he will, you're, you're going to get some snaps here for uh, Malik Heath. But yeah, Dobbs 5K, Christian Watson 4.3K. I mean, here's the positive with these two guys, right? Both these guys have a ceiling. We know Watson has big play upside. We've seen some big games from Romeo Dobbs, and it should be a good game script, right? So that's the positive. And the price points are not too bad on Dobbs and Watson. So they're both firmly in play, right? On a small slate, uh, guys playing majority of the game, and they should be playing for mine. The two main receivers for the Packers are definitely viable at 5K and 4.3K, respectively. Jaden Reed, 4.2K. Snaps have slowly been increasing. Targets have been solid. He's averaging, you know, four or five targets a game. And uh, another positive with Jaden Reed is he's also getting some carries. I mean, he had three carries last week. Uh, he's a guy that, again, they can run some end rounds too. So, uh, yeah, all three main Packers receivers I think are, are viable on the slate with Dobbs, Watson, and with Jaden Reed. Tight end position, you got Luke Musgrave at 3.3K. Also, uh, on the injury report, I expect him to play, but we'll keep an eye on it. Um, you know, he's a guy that's going to play a good chunk of the game. If you take a look at last week, uh, 46 snaps for Musgrave, um, 30 snaps for Tucker Craft. Uh, you had 16 snaps for Ben Sims. I think if Musgrave doesn't play, uh, Kraft would be the guy that would benefit the most at 2.5K, but um, do you think Musgrave will play? But like I said, a lot, and I mean a lot of guys uh, on the injury report for a small slate. All right, so let's talk about the Detroit Lions. Uh, my Lions uh, have been playing really well this year. Jared Goff, 6.3K, had probably his worst game of the season last game against the Bears, but still salvaged with a six, about a 17 fancy point game. Um, I think he's much safer than Love if you're looking at the quarterbacks in this game. Uh, so, yeah, decent option there in the mid-range. At the running back position, you're going to see a relatively even split here with Gibbs and with Montgomery. Now, the positive with the Lions is they're definitely a run-first team, right? They want to ground and pound the ball. And in a game that they should be playing from ahead, uh, you're going to get you're going to see a lot of Gibbs and Montgomery. Last week, uh, Gibbs played 36 snaps around 22 routes. Montgomery, 25 snaps, 11 routes. I think if you're looking at, you know, both these Lions backs, um, I would give the edge to Gibbs. I think he's going to be a bit... Well, he's more involved in the passing game, and he's he's probably going to get more snaps. Uh, and, and Gibbs, I think, is a bit more dynamic than Montgomery. Now, Montgomery's still a solid back, but I think if you're picking between the two, I would give the edge to Gibbs. But both these lines running backs are are pretty safe because, uh, again, this, this should be good game script. And again, we know that the Lions are a run first team. Looking at the wide receivers for the Lions, so obviously Amon Ross St. Brown looks good at the top. He's just a guy with a super high floor plus ceiling. 56 of the 62 snaps ran 38 routes. I mean, I love it. This guy is just so consistent, averaging close to 10 targets a game. Yeah, I mean, if you have the salary from Ross St. Brown, I think he looks really good. Now, the other thing to mention here for these other wide receivers, the Lions, a couple things to note. Josh Reynolds played 45 snaps of the 62, ran 29 routes. Jamison Williams, 40 snaps, 25 routes. Only 13 snaps to Khalif Raymond, only three snaps for the newly acquired Donovan Peoples-Jones. Looking at these kind of other receivers here for the Lions, you got Reynolds at 3.5K. The snaps have been there for him. It's just the production hasn't really. Jameson Williams has been very up and down. You know, he's had a lot of drops, but he is a guy that does run the deep routes. So he's intriguing to me for tournaments, right? At this cheap of a price point, his snaps have been increasing. Um, we know he's got big play upside. So a close to min price, Jameson Williams, especially if we see similar snaps to last week, is someone that I have my eye on for value. Sam Laporta, 5.2K. Uh, he's the guy that should play a good chunk of the game. If you take a look at last week, he played 53 of the 62 snaps and 35 routes. You know, I don't think the price point really stands out. You know, you're going to have to pay up a bit for him. 
but definitely got to look to the red zone. I want to say he had zero catches going into the last drive and then had three catches there at the end. Um, so yeah, Laporta price points not amazing on him, but uh, I don't think the ownership will be too high uh, with the, with uh, with that price. All right, let's talk about Washington. Washington, they're pretty big dogs here against Dallas. Sam Howell, 6.2K, probably going to get sacked like 10 times. But here's the thing with Sam Howell. Um, as I said with Jordan Love, it should be a good game script, right? They should be playing from behind. I mean, he's been throwing the ball a ton. 42, 52, 45, 44, 45. He's like averaging like 48 pass attempts a game or something. Like, it's insane. He is somewhat mobile uh, at 6.2K. I do have interest in Sam Howell. I think, you know, looking at kind of some of the cheaper quarterbacks, I'd prefer him to Jordan Love. I like his ceiling a little bit more. So uh, I know the matchup's not necessarily the best, but again, expect Washington to be playing from behind in this game. So uh, yeah, Howell, I think is a decent salary relief quarterback play. Look at the running backs. Well, the big piece of news we got to keep an eye on here is Antonio Gibson. Uh, was listed as a limited participant Monday's uh, practice report. So I think that gives them a decent chance to be available. Now, if Antonio Gibson misses, we kind of have a good idea of what's going to happen, right? Because if you look at last week without Antonio Gibson, you saw Brian Robinson basically become a bell cow. He played 63 snaps and ran 34 routes. Now, if you take a look at previous weeks, what's been happening in Washington is Brian Robinson's been more the early down bruiser where Antonio Gibson's in and passing down situations. Well, last week, Brian Robinson was in for both. Um, Chris Rodriguez did play a little bit. He played 16 snaps on eight routes, but... It hasn't. It wasn't like the same even split as it's as we've seen with Gibson and Brian Robinson when both are healthy. Now, here's the thing I'll mention with Antonio Gibson, right? If he does play, again, Washington, they're pretty big underdogs. So he would be an interesting cheap running back play because if they do fall behind early, he's a the guy they're going to utilize more and they're going to phase out Brian Robinson. He's averaging over five targets a game if you take a look at the last three games. So Gibson would be an interesting uh, value play. Like, I think... If he plays, I would prefer him to Brian Robinson at 5.9K, unless unless you think Washington surprisingly is playing from ahead in this game. If that's the case, you can look to Robinson. Again, nine targets last week, but that was without Antonio Gibson. Most of the time, he's averaging, you know, two targets or so a game. He did have this kind of outlier game where he had six targets. But um, when Antonio Gibson's healthy, most of the time, Robinson is more the early down guy, while Gibson is in for the pass down situations. If Gibson's out, then I would really like Brian Robinson um, because he'd be game flow independent, meaning he's going to be on the field no matter what, if they're playing from ahead or playing from behind. So Robinson will look really good if Gibson misses, but looking like Gibson is going to play in this game. Now look at the wide receivers. Last week, Curtis Samuel got ejected. Uh, it's rare you see someone in the NFL get ejected, but he got ejected. And then you kind of saw some guys like Crowder and Brown and Pringle mix in. But um, Sir Samuel, I believe, will be available unless he gets suspended. Um, I don't think he's going to get suspended, but I guess we'll see. I didn't even see what happened with the fight. Uh, but looking at the other main receivers for Washington, so no surprise that McLaurin and Jahan Dotson have been playing majority of the game. 64 snaps last week for Dotson. You saw uh, Terry McLaurin play 65 snaps. Again, Samuel, before getting ejected, played 13 snaps. And then you kind of saw those other receivers mix in. 24 snaps for Crowder, 21 for Brown, 21 for Pringle. But I expect those guys' snaps to go down if Samuel does play. Um, McLaurin, 5.4K. Dotson at... 4.6k kind of the same thing i'm going to say about the packers receivers right should be good game script and these guys should be out there a ton and both these guys have shown the big play ability with mclaurin and with dotson samuel 3.6k if he's available and doesn't get suspended i actually think he's a solid value play i would expect him to play a good chunk of the game uh you know last weekend he got ejected early but before that six 
four, eight, four, seven targets. He's getting peppered with with a fair amount of targets and is cheap. So I would have some interest in Samuel if he's if he does play. If he misses, you're probably just in a combination of guys mixing in behind them with Dusty Jameson, Crowder, uh, Brown, and Pringle. Looking at the tight ends for Washington. So Washington did run two tight end sets a good amount last week. You saw 57 snaps for Logan Thomas, 43 routes, and 47 snaps for John Bates in 24 routes. Cole Turner even played 11 snaps and ran eight routes. Now, factoring in salary, uh, Logan Thomas would still be my preferred option here on Washington, and he's getting like peppered with a good amount of targets as well. He's averaging like, what, six targets a game over the last five games, eight targets here, five targets here, six targets here, eight targets here, six targets here. I think he's a really uh, good point power play at the tight end position. So I like Logan Thomas. Bates, you know, if you wanted in like the millimaker type setting, yes, you can consider him because his snaps have been increasing. But I think I would just rather pay a little bit more for Logan Thomas, uh, pick between those two. Let's talk about Dallas. So you got Dak Prescott, 6.8K. Kind of indifferent on him. Um, you know, he's had a couple big weeks of late. This this Dallas offense should be able to put up a lot of points against his Washington defense. So, yeah, I have no issue stacking up the Cowboys in a, in a game that should be able to put up a lot of points. Looking at the running back position, well, Pollard finally scored. I've been playing this guy a lot. He's been losing me a lot of money, but he finally fell into the end zone. 6.7K is reasonable price point for Pollard, who is involved in the passing game. Obviously, uh, does get a fair amount of targets. If you take a look at last week for Tony Pollard, 45 snaps ran 27 routes. The game was a blowout, though, at the end. So probably would have played a little bit more. He's got 21 snaps and seven routes for Rico Dottle. So uh, unfortunately, I do like Pollard again. I'll probably lose more money with him on Thanksgiving. But yeah, I think he looks at a good point, but I'll play the running back position. Dottle, more of just, you know, contrarian play at 4.6K. He will mix in a little bit. I expect him to play. He is on the injury report, but I do think he will give it a go. CeeDee Lamb on the injury report as well, but um, he was limited. I expect him to fully to, to play. If you take a look at the Cowboys uh, snaps last week at wide receiver. Well, CeeDee Lamb's played uh, 57 snaps. You saw Brandon Cooks play 52 snaps. Gallup only played 25 snaps, but did run 20 routes. Uh, Tolbert, 30 snaps and 19 routes. But again, the game was a blowout there at the end. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, 8.7K. I mean, you're going to have to pay up for him, but the the ceiling on him has been crazy recently. He's had a couple 40 fancy point games here in, in the last four games, getting peppered with targets. Like I said, Dallas expected to put, to put up a lot of points. If you wanted to go to Dak, CD, Stack, and tournaments, like, yeah, uh, the ceiling is high on, on the Cowboys. Uh, Brandon Cooks, 4.5K, kind of indifferent on him. He's going to have opportunities to have the one big game. Other than that, he's been kind of subpar this year. The snaps have not been amazing on Michael Gallup. Uh, he's been a frustrating roster as well. Like, I remember I played him. I was all over him in this game against the Chargers. Ten targets, only three catches. He dropped, like, two long passes. Uh, but still a guy that is running the deep routes, right? Tolbert will mix in a little bit, too, at 3.1K. Looking at the tight end position. So, last week, 52 snaps for Ferguson, 37 routes. Luke Schoonmaker, 25 snaps, 10 routes. Schoonmaker did catch a touchdown, but... Um, he's 2.6K. I would just rather spend up a little bit more for Jake Ferguson. Uh, Ferguson's getting a good amount of targets over the last three weeks, 10 targets, seven targets, five targets. Uh, I think he is also one of the better point per hour plays looking at the tight end position. Uh, let's finish up here. Sac- uh, San- Sacramento, San Francisco and Seattle. So San Francisco, you got Brock Purdy here at 6.1K had a big week last week. Uh, yeah, good matchup here for the 49ers. I think Brock Purdy looks like a very safe quarterback play. Look at the running back, CMC, obviously super high floor plus ceiling. 
a guy that's just getting, you know, uh, an insane workload. Like last week, 52 of the 60 snaps and 27 routes. Yeah, uh, McCaffrey looks great at the top. Super, super safe option. You'll probably get a couple of opportunities here for Elijah Mitchell, but I just don't think it's necessary to go to him in this slate. Looking at the wide receiver. So San Francisco, very condensed. Like We know where the offense is coming from, right? It's McCaffrey on the ground. It's Debo. It's Ayuk. It's Kittle through the air, right? Take a look at the snaps. You saw 51 snaps for Debo Samuel, 53 snaps for Brandon Ayuk. Wide receiver three, Juwan Jennings played 20 snaps. And then you saw a couple snaps for Ray Ray McLeod, a couple snaps for Ronnie Bell. That was it. Um, Ayuk, 7K. Debo Samuel, 5.9K. Ayuk's been very consistent this year, and it's had a really good year. Debo's been a little bit quiet. I actually think factoring in salary, I might prefer Debo. Um, I don't think he's going to be super popular. Again, he's been a little bit banged up. Uh, he hasn't played in all these games. But we know we know the ceiling on Debo Samuel. So, um, obviously, I've interested in both these main uh, 49ers receivers. But I think I'd give the edge to Debo over Ayuk if I had to pick. Juan Jennings will play in the slot. Again, he will play a little bit. But I think there's other cheap receivers that I just like the ceiling a lot more on. You know, we're talking about Jameson Williams, like I like Michael Gallup, right? Guys that are running the deep routes. Juwan Jennings is playing in the slot. He doesn't really have a, a super high ceiling. And the tight end position, well, Kittle, uh, he's been very solid recently, uh, averaging like over 20 fancy points a game over the last four games. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're going to spend up for Kittle, I have no issue with that. Again, a guy that uh, usually, when fully healthy, has been a bit of an afterthought. But, you know, the 49ers were fully healthy last week, and he still had a big week. But can't deny how well George Kittle has played. All right, and Seattle. So this is a team we got to get a big, uh, big team for injury news. And this is a late game as well. Geno Smith got banged up. Uh, he did return at the, like the end of the game, but he missed some time. This is pretty important. Um, if Geno Smith does play, he's fine contrarian quarterback play. Obviously, you know, price point doesn't really stand out. Matchup, you know, 49ers have not been the same defensive late, but still, you know, a solid defense. If he misses, you're going to see Drew Locke. Pick up a start, 5K. Again, it would just be a contrarian play. At the running back position, so this is big. Head Walker, non-participant. I don't think he plays. Uh, on a short week, he was not able to return. I'd be pretty surprised if Ken Walker plays. If he misses, Zach Charbonnet looks really, really good. Um, he's one of those guys that would be game flow independent. Because if you take a look at the snaps last week for Zach Charbonnet, once Ken Walker went down, Ken Walker went down early. He only played seven snaps. You saw 55 snaps for Zach Charbonnet and 30 routes. The only other running back that played was DJ Dallas, seven snaps and four routes. So if there is no Ken Walker, I think Zach Charbonnet is a really good running back play. Um, I know the Seahawks are big dogs, but again, this, this is what I'm talking about, right? Six catches, six targets. Uh, he's going to be heavily involved in the pass game. So yeah, I'd be very high on Charbonnet. Again, I don't think Ken Walker plays. You probably will get a little bit of DJ Dallas, maybe a little bit of Macintosh, but yeah, I think Charbonnet would be a really good point, but I would play the running back position. Taking a look at the wide receivers, Lockett is on the injury report, but I do expect him to play. No surprise, you're going to see Metcalf and Lockett play majority of the game. The snaps have been increasing on JSN, too. JSN played 44 of the 65 snaps on 34 routes. 4.1K for JSN. You know, I think it's actually a pretty solid salary relief play. He would look better if Geno Smith's available. Lockett and Metcalf, both firmly in play. Again, these guys obviously look better if Geno's available. If it's Drew Lock, downgrade the whole passing offense here for Seattle. Look at the tight ends. Well, we know Seattle likes uh, utilizing a lot of tight ends. Last week, uh, 40 snaps for Noah Font, 24 routes. I think he is their best pass catcher of the tight ends. But Will Disley, 25 snaps, 10 routes. Kobe Parkinson, 23 snaps, 11 routes. You even saw a couple snaps for whatever a Brady Russell is. 
So, uh, yeah, Noah Font, 2.7K. If I'm going to play one of the Seattle tight ends, I think it would be him. Uh, you know, the the really the production hasn't been there. The opportunities, though, I think he's going to have the most opportunities of this of these Seattle tight ends. So, um, again, all these guys are playable. But with the, with all three being at a similar price point, I'm going to give the edge to the guy that's running the most routes. And right now, that is Noah Font. All right, and then quickly talking about defense. As you guys know, defense is a high-variance position. Uh, usually in tournaments, I try to play a, a more contrarian defense. But if you take a look at the defenses, if you're spending up, I think the Cowboys is the, are the safest defense. I mean, this Washington O-line is awful. Like I said, Sam Howell's probably going to get sacked a ton. So if you have the salary, I think the Cowboys defense looks great. Now, if there is no Geno Smith, then the 49ers then could be right there with the Cowboys as one of the better spend-up defenses on the slate. Um, spend down defenses. Eh. I mean, there's no cheap defense I love. I guess if I had to pick one of these cheap defenses, it probably would be the Seahawks, just because they're playing at home. Uh, 2.6K. I think I would rather play them over the Packers or the Commanders. But yeah, no, no real cheap defense that stands out. Obviously, if you if you want to play 3.2K of the Lions, that's that's fine. Um, but yeah, guys. So that's gonna wrap it up for the video. As always, if you do enjoy these NFL breakdowns, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification button. Hit the notification bell. I'll try to get more NFL DFS videos up for you guys. As you know, it's a super busy season for me with NFL and NBA going on. All right. Thanks again for watching, guys. Enjoy. Enjoy Thanksgiving. Enjoy this three-game slate. I hope it goes well, and we'll see you guys all in the next video.